Welcome to the Mind Your Space podcast, where we uncover the joy and challenges of motherhood and parenting. Today, we are diving deep into a topic that affects countless couples, how parenting changes our marriage and identity. Joining me is a very special guest, my husband. <laughs> Together, we'll explore if dads truly move on, why mothers grapple with losing their purpose. Whether you're a seasoned parent or just sat in this incredible journey, Get ready for an insightful and entertaining conversation that might just change your view on parenthood. But before we jump in, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a review if you enjoy our podcast. Remember, your support helps other parents find us. So, so I'm Clint. Uh, I'm Queen's husband, like she mentioned. <laughs> uh, I'm a father, a husband, a student. And I'm also a practicing therapist. Um, Let's just dive right into it. How did becoming a parent affect our relationship dynamics? And what surprised you the most in, in the changes within our marriage after having G? Well, I don't know about you, but as we record in this podcast here now, this is one of the things because Jay, our son, just woke up. And I just want to say that. This is, a re- this is the reality of motherhood, of parenting. Um, there's a lot of things that we want to do, but sometimes we can't do it because we have to tend to our kids. Yeah. So, babe, go right ahead. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> How becoming parents affected our relationship dynamic? Yes. Um, I think in general is when we got married is like uh two become one mm-hmm. and when jay came in the picture two became three and when i hear the word relationship dynamic i'm thinking about interactions mm-hmm. i'm thinking about how you interact with each other how you keep communicate with each other right and your different roles and responsibilities within the relationship and um common parents everything changed so is now is no longer us. It right. became us, <laughs> or it became we. Right. It became um, obviously we were a family, mm-hmm. but having a, an addition, an addition mm-hmm. to the household came with additional responsibility. Came with additional roles. Um, the way we did stuff like maybe hanging out or going on dates or just doing things that we liked and we felt comfortable doing. We were not able to do those. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, give or take. But yes, I think the dynamic change in that we had to reshuffle, we had to reschedule, we had to just change our, our routines to fit a little one. Right. That required so many effort, time, dedication, and love. So I think, yeah, that's how. So I think it changed from instead of it was just about us, mm-hmm. it became about us <laughs> we. and what, yeah, we and what we can do to, you know, have each other still feel our love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree. And having a child change you completely oh yeah like despite what anybody say it changes you and like you say it changes our relationship the way we communicate the um and they mentioned something 
with dating. Because before, you know, we did, we did, we did a lot of things. Yeah. And like looking back at the last year, what did we do? Nothing much. Nothing much Nothing because we much. are so overwhelmed and so consumed yeah. with Jay that we didn't find time for ourselves. And I think we need to give some context to it because people's like, you know, I have. I have a child or I have children and we still date. But the problem is that um, in our situation, we didn't have uh, family or friends that could look at Jay. Right. People that we even trusted to be to have Jay. So when I say date, we we, we still did things together. We maybe at watched home. movies at home. Yeah, at home. Most we went stuff. out as a family, but um, it's as different a, as a couple. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, let's go to the movies or let's go to the to somewhere. Just mm-hmm. Queen and I, that wasn't a part of the picture because we always had a little one to take with us. And for those who are families knowing that taking a little one to, let's say, to the restaurant, it's fun for the first few minutes and then it's just chaotic. So Yeah, I, I don't like when... People, especially this, though probably happened to you, but it happened to mothers a lot. And people would people would be referencing, oh, so you're gonna bring the baby, or yeah, you br- where where's Jay? Like, I need to be alone right now. What do you mean, where he's with me twenty four seven? I need a break. <laughs> and so, I feel like a lot of mothers get it, mm-hmm. you know, from friends or whatever, because they're excited to see the baby. But we excited to leave the baby home with their dad or whoever the case might be. And so, yeah. But I do want to mention is that, like Clint said earlier on, our situation is probably different from other couples. Seeing that, one, both of us, well, I did finish school when I had G. Mm-hmm. But he was still going to classes, going to school and working. So... It's not like he can come home and we can plan something because there's homework. <laughs> and because always he, homework. there's always homework. And because he's an A student, <laughs> yes, I like need to get 100% in everything. Not really. Yes, babe. Yeah. Unless it's statistics. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it can be very challenging if you don't prioritize. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't actually yeah. make time for your family. And so I want to know how did that affect you? Because for me, right, I am home with Jay and you have seen the changes in me. Mm-hmm. And from your perspective, what that look like? Hmm. Um, I'll be completely honest. You tremor under the bus. <laughs> um, I, I saw growth. Okay. I saw um someone stepping out of their comfort zone Mm -hmm. and stepping into a new environment that was sometimes chaotic sometimes smelly (laughs) (laughs) um but someone who was willing to put their needs aside and tend to another human being which is not always cut and dry like every sometimes people think about it it, it's, it comes with the challenges so I saw someone who was resilient mm-hmm. determined 
and working on their patients a lot a lot of the time but um and why you think is why you think that with in terms of a patient yes um i think for me is that this is something uh being new parents is something new for us mm -hmm. and having uh, a child or having children or having someone that depends on you right takes a lot of time energy dedication basically they're taking a part of you right i'm gonna say a part i'm not i'm not saying physically mm -hmm. but i'm i'm saying mentally i'm saying emotionally i'm say, saying psychologically even spiritually sometimes they're taking a part of you and the other part of you is like trying to figure out, all right, where do I fit in all of this? And how do I find myself as a whole? And I've learned that being a parent is that finding that whole, sometimes like Queen mentioned earlier tonight when we were talking, is after the kids turn 18. And even when after the turn 18, sometimes you're still, you're, you're, all, you're always in that role of parent. Always, always. And um, I think patient comes with time. Patient comes with understanding that, hey, there's certain things that I have control of. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that we're going to plan that's going to fall through for a different reason. Like, Almost like 100. Like this podcast that we were planning to do and Jay just choose not to sleep. Yeah. Or stay asleep. But, um, but yes, I think his patient is understanding that hey i'm going to plan certain things and things are not going to work out but i'm going to make the best of the situation with the little time or energy or effort or love that i have left you know and i think that is profound because so depending on the type of person you are like for instance we were supposed to record this podcast yesterday and in my mind, because I um, I don't want to say I'm organized, but if I set things in place, I expect it to go accordingly when it comes to certain stuff. And because you had to cancel because of classes and meetings and stuff, mm -hmm. it threw me completely off. And I, it took me a very long time to find my bearings. And at a point, I was at this low, like this low point, and I started criticizing myself, mm -hmm. negative thoughts. Everything just keep flooding back. And I felt paralyzed at one point. And I was just on the couch. And I was like, what am I going to do? I had all of this plan and it's just not going to happen. And so I know to myself, when things like this happen, I might be done for a little bit, but then I'm going to get back up. Yeah. And so sometimes with some people, it might be really hard to do. But just know that you are not alone. Like this literally happened to me yesterday. And I had to fight myself out of it because I'm like, this is not me. Like, Queenie, stop out of this. What are you doing? You need to get up and you need to do something. And so instead of wasting probably three or four hours, I was able to get stuff done. Mightn't be what I wanted to do, but... It really helped. And so I know you mentioned within our relationship and how we change our dynamics, me with patience and like all these different things. Because at one point, while being home with Jay, 
I really felt stuck. Mm-hmm. I felt like you getting to go out there, getting to um, interact with people, furthering your education, like you still doing the stuff that you want to do. And I couldn't. Yeah. I was just being a mom, which is not a bad thing. But I felt like my purpose, I wasn't fulfilling my purpose. And I just feel stuck. And so my question is, I look at it from this perspective because I'm like, you get in to do everything mm-hmm. that you want to do. And yes, I'm a mom and I'm home with Jay. And I love being home with Jay. But I'm not getting to do the things that I want to do. And so I've heard someone mention that fathers, how we as mothers interpret it, like how we envision it, that's not how it is. Because we just thinking, oh, he's out there. He's doing what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. pursuing his dreams and stuff while we are home. But I want, to, I want to hear your perspective on it. How you feel being away from Jay nearly the entire day. And I never look at it that way to see that, oh, he's probably hurting because he's away from his family. You know what I mean? So I just want to know how you feel about that. Yeah. um, That's a tough one. Mm. Um, But before I get into how I feel, um, I need to say that those feelings that you were feeling is normal. You're going into the therapist. No, I'm not. All right. No, but but, but, it, is, okay, yes. but it's normal. It is completely normal, yes. And the thing is, is that any change that happens, mm-hmm. if we're, we, we're not expecting it, it comes with either both positive and negative feelings. Right. And um, again, I don't completely understand, and I will never understand how it feels to be a mom staying at home. Mm-hmm. 24-7, as you're saying, um, taking care of a son while I'm out. And I think, for me, it's hard because I'm away from my family. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's another part of me that's saying, all right, I'm still providing. Right. And I'm still, even though I'm not at home, I'm still doing stuff so my family can have a better life. Right. And that they can have their needs and want met. And there, there's not lacking mm-hmm. economically, but again, emotionally, mentally, and so that's a different story. Mm-hmm. So um, from my point of view, it's, it's hard leaving every day. And there are some days that I might not want to leave. Right. But then I was like, you know what? If I don't leave, then how the bill is going to get paid. Right. How stuff is going to get done. So I get up. I put on my 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 happy face mm-hmm. and I just go out and do what needs to be done. Is it something that I want to do? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Is it something that I have to do in, in, because we're living in this sort of economy? Yes. Right. So um, sometimes our needs... Mm-hmm. Versus our ones don't always match. Right. And it's just like finding the balance. So, again, that's a tough question. And um, from a dad's point of view, I think um, because we're not only the go-getter, but mm-hmm. we feel 
this burden of that we need to provide or that we have to provide. Right. That we just go and that's all we focus on sometimes. Right. Even though it's not something that you desire to do. Yeah, it's not something that... I don't think anybody desire to work, to be honest. Oh, no. I don't think anybody... Yeah, work! Like, because a lot of people... I remember thinking about being um, a Seattle mom. And I remember as I was small, I was like, oh, these Seattle moms just lazy. They don't want to work. And I was like, I'm so dumb. You know, you're small and you just, you just don't understand. And now I'm a Seattle mom. I realize that, no, I don't, I don't want to work. I, when I say I don't want to work, I don't mind working. But I don't want to leave G and go out there to do a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any mom wants to do that. And if you are mom and you want to do that, by all means, go right ahead and do that. But I just, I just, I sit down and I'm like, no, that's not the life I want. Because I think about my dad and I think about like what you're doing and like what my dad did and stuff like that. And of course, mommy was home and daddy, he worked 24 7 yeah. just to provide for us. And he was never there. I felt like the connection was never there. Um, and as I get old, I realize that he had no choice. He just had to do what he had to do based on the economy and the stuff that he knew. Yeah. And so I think it's a very difficult situation being a dad as well. Because I've never looked at it from your perspective. Mm-hmm. I've always looked at it from my perspective as in, oh, you're just living your best life while I stuck home. And that's how I saw it for uh, a very long time. Yeah. And that affected me on top of postpartum depression and everything that I was going through. And just look at myself in the mirror and say, what am I? Seeing you put on your clothes every morning and go out to work, go out to further your education, and all these things, it really took a toll on me. A lot of the times, moms, even though we feel stuck, you know, even though you feel stuck, I feel stuck, um... That's why, like, that's why I created this podcast. So we can rediscover who we are and what we want to do. Because we might set out at one part to do something while we were just married and, you know, mm-hmm. we wanted to do this thing. But now kids come in the picture and our perspective change on a lot of things. And so this is a time for you to reflect and realize, okay, what, what can I do? Do I want to stay with my kid? Do I want to do a nine to five? If you want to do that. By all means. But if I want to stay home with my kids, do I want to still make money from home? Do, what, what, what am I good at? What can I um, learn? What skill can I learn? Because it's not all the time about making money sometimes. Because yeah. some couple just, they find off with that, right? And so maybe it's just you learning a new skill, being of value to others and feeling like if you're valuable in general, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so... I have friends who pick up reading books so that they can just be enlightened about different topics. Yeah. And so that, that is fulfilling to them while being home. Mm-hmm. I have friends who want to start up their own business, doing different things, and they're working towards that, even though it's very hard because being a mom and trying to do all those things, it's, listen, yeah. it's a lot. And so... As we know, parenting can be a source of joy 
but also very challenging. So can you recall a moment where a specific event like brought us closer and one that really challenged our relationship? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> many, right? Many. Um, joy. What are you stress. looking for? No, no. I'm just okay, like, okay. There's me just trying to <laughs> analyze the answer. But um, I think for me, the moment that, that brings joy, because it, it, it currently still does, but... Um, mm-hmm. Is when we do the simple thing as a family together. If, if it's just going for a walk, mm-hmm. um, taking pictures, or just doing something with Jay and just seeing him smile, I think that brings us together um, very much uh, closer. Right. Um, maybe sitting as a family and just watching a movie or. You know, Jay like to watch TV yeah, too. Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> Eating or just just the thing. Um, I think it's the simple things in life that I think brings us joy. Yeah, I think a lot of people neglect to see those things. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they neglect because I think a lot of times we're so focused on this extravagant type of lifestyle that we right. want. It's like have to be this way or it have to be big and you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's the simple things for for me that brings that brings joy. A challenging moment. Oh, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> there is a lot for real. I, I I think the most challenging moment is not only prioritizing, but finding a balance of. Remember, we're talking about just specific event, right? Yeah, finding a balance between, like, for for example, work related activity and then um home related activity. Say for example, um, and that's challenging is like if I have a lot of um work or work related stuff that I need to do, and at the end of the day I don't get to done, then coming home mm-hmm. and putting work aside, right? And then hey, I, I'm leaving work at the door. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going into my dad role, I'm going into my husband's role, I'm going into my normal role um i think that could be challenging because even though i put work aside that thought and that feeling is still that hey there's a deadline that needs needs to get done mm-hmm. so i think that's challenging because yes i want to spend quality time right with my family but then sometimes there's always something else that might be pulling or talking at what the quality time might look like so i think that's um that's challenging but if i want if you want me to be more specific specific and i don't know i can't fix it on one challenge but know how we overcome many challenges is by communicating talking it up you know there are going to be times that queen might be having a difficult um day or just having a difficult moment and maybe i'm having a difficult day or a difficult moment and um what has helped to overcome those challenging times is just sitting with a person sometimes just sitting and being there for them in that moment in that moment Mm -hmm. and just when they're ready to say hey what's going on let's talk about it maybe what can we do to uh what can we do to work or to minimize or to manage the situation? So I think what has helped us to overcome a lot of challenges is talking about it. 
And being a therapist, I talk a lot about others in expressing their feelings, but I'm not a person that express my feelings a lot, and that's something I've been working on. So I think me being able to open up more to my wife or to my family has helped me to be a much better husband or be a much better father and be a much better person. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, so to overcome it, what we did, we've talked about it. It mightn't be in detail, but right. at least we brought it out in the open and said, hey, this is something that's challenging or this is something that I've been struggling with. You know, like, what are some thoughts? What are some suggestions? What can we do to work around it or to fix it? So I think that's what um, we have done to overcome a few challenges. Most of it, actually. Uh, most of it. Are there more challenges? Yes. yes. <laughs> but um, I think we're taking it like one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think for us is that there, there are always going to be challenges. Always. And it's like prioritizing like, which one is the most severe, which one is the most detrimental to our relationship. And that's the one we start with first. Yeah. And sometimes and then, I just feel like, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, you didn't. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like I am in my head. I need to get out of my head because there is things that I'm just like obsessing, obsessing over that you didn't do like small like things. I'm like, so why you do this? And it just keep playing over. And I'm like, Queen, why are you even mad about this? Like, you need to just let this go because there's so much other things yeah. that we need to be focusing yeah. on and talking about. So there's things that you just need to let go. It's okay. Yeah. And what's funny is that people say opposite attracts. And queen personality is completely opposite from my personality. Very much so. <laughs> queen's like might be some of my dislikes and some of my likes would be some of queen's dislike. So is balancing two completely opposite person but trying to find the commonality. Yeah. Trying to find, all right, let's, let's compromise. And I think that's a bit. And that's another challenge that we, we've been able to overcome is compromising is not me neglecting my wants or my my needs right but it's being able to say hey i can put my pride or i can put certain things aside mm-hmm. to help queen in this situation out let, let me compromise mm-hmm. and yeah so i think in compromising um with us because since we're so so opposite and i think that brings that what brings us join our relationship because there are going to be certain things Queen is going to do differently that I'm going to just like, dude, why are you doing it? There are certain right? things that I'm going to do differently <laughs> that Queen is like. But um, it's being able to see our differences, but then ac- um, accepting the commonalities and the stuff that we can do together. I think, and, and that's like, that is something that a lot of people struggle with. When we can't love the differences in your um, in your spouse, yeah, and so we accept and love that, and I think when you um, decide to do that, then you can see a change in your relationship. I'm not saying if you have some really bad ways. I mean that's very different, like yeah. habits and stuff. That's really different, but everyone is different, and I needed to realize that Clint will never do um, something the way I envision it sometimes. And I had to accept that, okay, he will never cook um, 
<laughs> what do you call my sardine? Tuna. You will never cook tuna the way I want it. And I cook an amazing tuna, so just try <laughs> Like, But I know, and for some time it really upset me because I'm mm -hmm. like, but he's been with me for so long. He has seen me make my tuna. Why can't he do it this way? And I was like, I know people might say, oh, over tuna, yes. I'm crazy about my food and I want it done a specific way. So in my mind, because he has been around me for a very long time, he should know how to make the tuna how I like it. And I realized no matter how we try, it just don't ever come out the same way when mm -hmm. I do it. So guess what? What you start doing? Not doing it? Exactly! <laughs> like, for instance, guys, I'm always late. And for a long time, for some reason, that is one thing that triggers Clint. Yeah. For so, and, and my man, I'm like, what is the big deal? I'm just five minutes late. And for him... No, not five. Okay, whatever. 15, <laughs> 20, 25 minutes Maybe it wasn't late. that long. Sometimes. Sometimes. But for me, it just never was a big deal. Okay, I'm late, I'm late, uh, whatever. But for him, it's like something really crazy. And at the beginning of our marriage, that was like a big problem. Some people might be like, time? Yes. And then I had to realize that, okay, I really try, guys. I try to be on time, but it just never, <laughs> it just never happened. So guess what? He came up with something. What you came up with? So much, so much, so much. <laughs> so much things I came up with. But I think one of the things was um, if, if we had an event, right. don't ever tell Queen the exact time. Right. And we always say, well, all right, the event, that's it. The event is at 11. Say, tell Queen it's 10.30. So you know that you'll meet her like five minutes before. Right. <laughs> so... I, th I think, and again, that's compromising and is learning to live with differences, which yes. I think which made it happy. And for me, I was able to not get angry because, I, all right, this is who Queen is. <laughs> this yeah. is Queen's personality. And if that's the case, then what can I do to match my difficulties that i'm having with her personality so i was like all right if and again i am not putting my need aside because my need is still to be early, on time on time yeah and all right so if you want to be on time let's put a buffer we always prepare at least 30 minutes before so that way we're always early yet queen have enough time to get ready an extra time sometimes to get ready. So I yeah, because he go overboard sometimes. Because I never know the right time of something. If he have class at eight, he will say I have class at seven. And in my mind, all right, he have class at seven, not knowing his class is eight. So sometimes he's leaving the house seven to. I was like, babe, you don't have class at seven. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. You know, like, and so we still do it up to this day. And now he don't get angry. I'm okay. So we don't have that problem again. Yeah. And so sometimes, like you say, the biggest things within um, relationship, within your marriage, especially introducing a child is communication. Yeah. If you never, if you didn't know how to communicate before, you better learn. And I think with you going into therapy, 
I think that play a big role with how you communicate now. Like I could see the difference, even though you want to pay therapists on me sometimes, and I'm like, babe, <laughs> babe, I, I, I know, I know. So, but I appreciate that because now I can see you find a way to communicate with me, mm-hmm. a way to like calm me down, to sit down and to talk without getting mad, without getting defensive. And I think that's a big thing because a lot of times couples be like, okay, tell me how you're feeling. But when I actually tell you how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. you get defensive. Yeah. And that was something we had to deal with because I'm like, I'm not going to tell him anything anymore. Like, I can't be honest with you because you get defensive. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And I think for a long, a long time, I was listening to respond mm-hmm. and not listening to understand. Right. And... um. They would be, let's say, for example, if Queen Queen is speaking to me and then there's something in her statement that caught my attention, that then I'm going to fixate on that, on that mm-hmm. and neglect everything, everything else, else that she's saying. So even though, um, let's say, for example, Queen might say, I don't like the way how you make tuna. Just say, for example, right? <laughs> this tuna come up again. I'm, I'm going to fixate on the tuna, but then she might say, but I really love how you do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I did not hear X, Y, and Z. All I heard was... I didn't like how I, you do the tuna. She doesn't like how I, I, I do the tuna. So and I think for me is um, listening to understand and listening to put myself in order shoe, listening mm-hmm. to be empathetic and sympathetic at the same time. And I think that helps a lot. So... Even one way to help us when with a question were some um how did we overcome our challenges for me was listening to my wife. And there's an old say, you know, a happy wife equals a happy home and a happy husband. So for me to make Queen happy is to listen, listen, listen. Yeah. And it helped me because And don't make okay, a lot of people might say, Oh, listen to your wife meaning like what I say goes, no, that no. is not what we're saying here. Yeah. Meaning he's saying that when I tell him how I feel, he listens to not respond, but he listens to understand. Correct. And that's both persons, listening yes. to understand. Listening, listening to, to understand. To person. So I think husband and wife improve your listening skills. Because yeah. I think, yes, when it comes to communication, you think we communicate them, but it's not, it's how you communicate. Yeah. And so, not just, oh, yeah, we communicate. No, it's how you communicate. And so being able to listen to understand the other person would make a big change within your marriage, within your parenting skills, within everything. Yeah. And and again, I'm just going back because now I'm thinking back to all the challenges that we overcome. And one of the challenges that early in our marriage was understanding our love language. Oh, yes. Because we didn't, and for, again, that, that, that could be a different, whole different A topic. whole different topic. Well, with, um, when we found out about love languages, we was like, hmm. and the fact that when we, when we understood what each of our primary love languages were, then it's like, oh, now I see why I might react in certain way and how Queen might respond in certain ways. So yes. Understanding. Hmm 
each other love language helped a lot in it overcoming really a lot of our um, challenges that we we face is understanding that person mm-hmm. and it's like something i learned recently is something called the love map okay tell me and the love map again i'm not going to go deep into <laughs> it but when you look at a map mm-hmm. you see a, a direction to different places right so a person love map is a direction to different parts of them okay mm-hmm. so the love mm-hmm. map could be a direction to their past okay a direction to um their likes their dislikes who they are as a person some of their secrets so understanding a person love map then you're able to navigate much better because a lot of time and even let's say for example um a lot of times i'm not trying to point out queen but you can point me out that's okay let's say if (laughs) queen is just having a bad day and i came home and i'm like hey queen what's happening and she's like oh nothing right i she <laughs> don't she don't say to nothing but anyways you yes. know i have to put a little a little twist in it but um i could leave it like that and say all right queen said nothing mm-hmm. but then i using queen's love map i'm able to navigate to something else all right well um did you eat or maybe give her a massage or rub her feet and then navigate back. So it's just learning how to navigate um, mm-hmm. your partners and, and in different ways, but it's trying to figure out again who they are as a person. Right. And the thing with a love map and the thing with any map is that stuff changes. Oh, yes. So um, you might have a map today and then next week that map changed because of road constructions or something. Mm-hmm. So it's trying, it's changing with that person and understanding the person's side. Right. Certain things that Queen liked in the past, she doesn't like anymore. Certain things I liked in the past, I'm not. Right, so what can I do to navigate that? So um, that is so true because there's like my love language change before having kids. You could touch me after having a boy. Don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. And so it literally changed, and I didn't realize that it changed. And so before you was like okay to touch, and it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. But after having Jay, when you come to touch, and mm-hmm. I'm in the mood. And so in his mind, he's like, "What? What's going on?" And so that can create tension within the relationship, mm-hmm. within our marriage, because I am not communicating. And you are lost because you don't know exactly what I am going through or what I am feeling. And so, like, okay, but some water now. Thanks. You broke it. <laughs> to wrap up everything, as mothers, you do feel stuck while your husband outgoing and pursue his dreams and his goals. But you can transform and you have the power to change that. And I think a lot of the times we feel stuck yeah. in that and not realizing that we have we hold the keys. We have the power to change that. The way we think, um, the way what we want to do with our life and who we want to become. Yeah. And it's it, it lies with us and hoping that you have the support of your spouse as well. And I think that is a big 
a big thing for a lot of people just deciding where to navigate and having that support from your spouse and also just know that within any relationship with within any marriage or relationship communication is key and it's not as we say back home is now it's not what you say is how you say it mm -hmm. so it's how you communicate with your spouse that would strengthen your relationship or break it and i just want to thank you all for tuning in and watching this episode and leave any comments you have and remember to mind your space yes and we'll see you on our next episode